Break out your LaCroix, ladies and gentlemen, as Matt and I give you our best of 2018. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt, never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Oh, man. I am giving you that because this is our best of 2018, so I feel like I had to go positive. Yeah. Okay. I like that. (laughs) Who am I? uh, Today, Joel, in in honor of listing our uh, top 10 of the year, uh, you are, Joel, actually only liked like three movies this year, Cunningham. (laughs) (laughs) How true is that? Yeah. (laughs) A funny story before we get into this, we've got a lot to cover, but uh, Matt and I were putting these together and we always like to do them separately yep. uh, just to see how things will turn out for us. Yeah. And Matt was like, I'm having such a hard time coming up with my worst of list. And it's I'm like, true. I'm done. Yeah. I'm totally done. <laughs> and then he's like, man, but I got so many best of. And I'm right. like, eh, I'm struggling. <laughs> I don't know which goes where. So That uh, shows you yeah. uh, the difference of our... <laughs> film going it absolutely r- reviews yeah. and all that fun stuff well and for those of you that are turning in for the first time i know top tens tend to bring in a lot of people that have never seen uh shows and stuff before yeah. but just to give you a little perspective matt tends to be a little bit more of the fan perspective kind of the fun and the enjoyment of cinema where i tend to be more of the critic perspective kind of the harsh uh reality realist <laughs> if you will uh, and break things down more on the realist side of things but we put that together to give you what we think is a real thought and perspective in the world of film and cinema you get the two sides yeah so wherever you like whatever you pick you can just kind of listen to that person talk Absolutely. Uh, Matt, before we get into our top 10 of 2018, Mm -hmm. uh, why don't you give our listeners just a couple quick ways to get connected to the podcast? Great thing to know, guys. All right. So you can get connected with us a number of different ways. Uh, One is through social media. Um, In fact, you can actually start on our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. That's real spelled like R-E-E-L, like movie reel, fishing reel, however you want to think of that. Um, But you can connect to all of our platforms from that site. So social media, which would be uh, Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Real Review Media, and uh, YouTube.com slash The Real Review, where you can get the the video versions of this podcast if you would rather see us in person yeah. on the video. You know, yeah, sometimes. Kind of thing. At least Matt. I yes. wouldn't say that for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keep listening to podcast. Just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... Uh, that's how you can do that. You can also email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com to ask us questions. Maybe there's a movie or a strong disagreement or agreement that you had with us that you'd like mm. to tell us about. Feel free to do so. There you go. So we'll get right into it. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say just quick disclaimer as we're getting into this now. Uh, Matt and I tend to grade things differently, but yes. with these top tens and worst of, we're going to be doing our worst of in the next episode. Um, we really try to not base it just upon sort of the letter grade right. uh, that we give with every episode. We really try to review our top 10 and worst 10 as kind of the films that we overall got the most out of or the least out of. Right, exactly. Good and bad side. And so what you'll see if you listen to our standard episode reviews is uh, these don't always line up percentage-wise. Right. Some exactly. of them might have gotten a super high review rating and are lower down and vice versa. I'm exactly. Sure like, for example, my my uh, my number 10 might have had a better score than my number five or something like exactly. that but i just happen to enjoy number five better exactly you know, as i just have had more fun or it hit me more emotionally or something for sure and we're going to be just really briefly covering these because we got a lot to get yeah. through yep. so if you want to get the full review i definitely encourage you to check out our website do yep. a search on there uh for the episode name uh the movie name i should say and uh it should pop up yeah for Listen sure that we'd love to have yep. you check it out and give your thoughts so with that matt i'm gonna let you Lead us off. Get into it here? Yeah. So let me do this. Before I get into the top 10, I want to have a couple of honorable mentions. Do you have some? I do. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to go through this real quick. Um, They were higher on my my grading scale for the year. And let me say too, 2018 was not as good in my eyes as like a 2017 or 2016 as far as movies are concerned. There weren't as many in the, you know, the coveted a letter grade spot yeah, yeah. but um ticket sales interestingly last year went up right but exactly. overall cinema wise i agree there was only a couple that really broke through yeah uh for me right exactly i, yeah. I felt the same so let me do some honorable mentions because i really enjoyed these movies but they just couldn't crack my top 10 list mm. okay first i'm gonna go with unsane which is uh steven soderbergh uh the film which was all mm. filmed on an iphone yeah uh claire foy is trapped in a mental institution against her will uh all that fun stuff that's so, interesting i didn't actually see that one yes i have to see that i like that i yeah. really thought that was well done um uh incredibles 2 
Um, that's got an honorable mention. Just couldn't quite uh, crack the list. I I don't know if my my view of that movie was tainted from the early review we got of that movie that wasn't finished yet or not but i enjoyed the film um the other one now this one was really tough for me this is my last honorable mention (laughs) and because i had a blast with this movie but i couldn't make it uh into your top top 10 10 and this it was just on the cusp this was the cusp this was almost my number 10 but it's the movie overlord okay really had fun with that movie it was super intense uh it was just it was just a really cool vibe. Very um, had like zombies and it had <laughs> you know a bunch of war elements to it that were really really cool. Very well done. Yeah, and I uh, really appreciated it. But, that was yeah. one I missed as well, but I do want to go back and check yeah. it out when I get a chance. I really liked Overlord. So yeah. uh, what do you have for honorable mentions? I have two. So and I okay. will say both of mine are maybe slightly controversial for different reasons. Uh, the first is a movie that is controversial because not a lot of people liked it. Uh, Tag. Okay. Yeah. Um, this movie actually was a surprise hit for me. Um, I wasn't expecting a lot for it, but from it, but I felt like a film that was based upon a news story that's such a ridiculous concept yeah. of uh, grown men basically playing tag <laughs> at their age. It's a good um, concept. Yeah. It, but it also kind of tried to go there. It was yeah. inventive and, and creative stylistically. Um, it had some good acting, not amazing yeah. acting. Um, it went a little too far with a lot of areas, sure. and I think that's why it kind of missed the mark for me, and the humor wasn't always on point. Right. But it was enjoyable, and I liked it, and I actually ended up seeing it twice. Um, nice. Not, I went and saw it with different people. But yeah. uh, the second one, and this one is probably the one that's more controversial, is uh, Black Panther. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one was on the cusp of being on the top 10 for me. Um, there was just some aspects to it. I really felt like the film was enjoyable, but it didn't leave me with an excitement to see Black Panther and kind of where Black Panther is going. Right. With all the other Marvel movies, when I came out of the movies, the main uh, superhero of that film, yeah. I was always very excited to be like, okay, well, where is Hulk going? Well, they haven't really done a Hulk, but right. you know, where is Captain America going? Where is Where are they going? Where's the next film going to be happening? With them, it almost felt more of a film about the Black Panther world. Yeah. And so that was kind of interesting, but I'm like, I didn't really leave going like, yeah, I want more of that character. Yeah. So good, not amazing film. So yeah, one of my honorable mentions. A couple other ones real quick. Uh, First Man, honorable mention. Okay. Game Night. Okay. Honorable mention. I loved Game Night. Game Night (laughs) I did see Game Night. Uh, We might talk about First Man a little later. Okay. Leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Why don't we give our then number 10? Okay. Number 10. This is uh, this is a really interesting one for me uh, because maybe maybe it just blew me away because I wasn't expecting much. But I'm gonna go. My number ten spot is searching. Oh wow! I did. I really liked searching. Okay. Um, it it all takes place. It's it's got that concept. It all takes place from basically a desktop computer screen, and uh, all the different elements of it and the way they interweave it with this investigation that's going on, mm-hmm. and uh, all the interactions is brilliantly acted. I mean, it's not a huge cast, but um, it was—it was a surprise to me. This is—it felt like, it felt like, it's the kind of movie that that someone made for. They have a passion for good storytelling. Yeah, and um, they told it just from a really unique perspective, and I—I was—I was on the edge of my seat for a lot yeah. of it. It was really good. So it's kind of a found footage film, but it's kind of. Uh, like more it's of a basically stylistic. like a live stream right. movie live stream on movie. stuff that you could see that how it, you would see whether it's uh, through Skype or uh, YouTube uh, live yeah. news uh-huh. clips from stuff just different websites and you see all the windows pop up and stuff like that on mm. on the screen the different tabs the different uh, apps within everything it's it was really really cool cool yeah I did appreciate it I had fun it was a bit of a surprise to me and yeah that's it all right that's my number ten that's another one I have to check out yeah uh, kind of got there's a few people. Excuse me, that I've actually mentioned that yeah. being on their top tens, and I'm like, uh, I guess I'll have to check it out. There's yeah. like a wall that I have to overcome, which is that idea of it being sort of that found footage yeah. thing, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, my number ten film, which will probably be like people be like, huh? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. Hey, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so it's uh, directed by John Chu. Um, I don't know too much about him, but. Um, this one was really strange to me. I'm not a huge sucker for like the romantic comedies. Sure. And so, which I, <laughs> uh, sure, Matt, you know, I just love those romantic comedies. Yeah. No. Uh, I went into it really not expecting a lot. Yeah. Really thinking it was just going to be stupid. And um, because this day and age, we don't have much of a romantic comedy type genre yeah. going on in film. And uh, I was actually very pleasantly surprised. I think um, the film being based upon a book helped it a lot because it was very grounded. Mm -hmm. Uh, The characters were very real in a lot of ways. Um, 
the comedy wasn't hitting very hard for me, mm-hmm. and I think that's the main reason it didn't go higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story had heart, and yeah. I think that's what really elevated it for me and and took it to a place where I'm like, yeah, I would rewatch this. I would, su- yeah. and I actually did end up suggesting it to to, to a few people. That's good. And yeah. saying like, if you want kind of a film, you can just watch and enjoy with the family. Yeah, and totally. Not make a big deal out of uh, check out Crazy Rich Asians. So, uh, landed on the top ten for me. Um, I enjoyed it just a little bit more, unfortunately for some, maybe than Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Overall. Yeah, super cool. Number 10. That's awesome. All right, number nine. Let's dive into number nine. In fact, it is Black Panther. Hey! (laughs) So- um, I didn't talk too much about it. Yeah, no, I really like this movie. And I think think, uh, what it did for me was introduce a number of different characters um, that I think are going to last. One of my new favorite characters in the MCU is Shuri from Black Panther. And I really, really liked her character. And- um, I also this is this is one of the first ones where um, Marvel, uh, historically known for not having really strong villains, I felt like had a really good villain. They did. this, this yeah. go around. Yeah. Uh, the best one up there with like Thanos, you know, and I think I think they really smashed it with that. Michael B. Jordan did an amazing job bringing yeah. uh, bringing that whole element to it, and um, really enjoy Black Panther. I'm excited to see where they go from it, Mister Monger. So, yeah, exactly, Eric <laughs> Eric Killmonger. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, very cool. Black Panther. Uh, I'm excited with the with the deal with uh, Black Panther two. I guess we got Ryan Coogler coming back to do the sequel. Mm-hmm. So that's great news. Probably in a couple of years. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. Then uh, I'll give you my number nine. Do it. Uh, it's a film called Deadpool two. Hey. Uh, this film was uh, directed by David Leach. Uh, direct follow up to Deadpool one, and a lot of ways ties very closely into the first film. Yeah. And, um. I really enjoyed the first Deadpool film. It was such a quirky, kind of strange, off-the-wall film uh, in a lot of good ways. Very inventive, very um, meta, and very self-aware, which I love self-aware humor Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, when done intelligently. Um, And Deadpool can be, when done well, very creative and clever and strange, and when done poorly, very childish. And um, I felt like the first film did a really good job with that creative, clever, over-the-top, but grounded. This film kind of lended itself a little bit too much at times to that crude kind of low yeah. lowest common denominator humor. But there's still like four or five scenes in the movie that are just really outrageously funny to yeah. me and crazy and quirky. Uh, so I ended up enjoying it, not as much as the last one, but again, this year there hasn't been a plethora of And this of is, films. again, just to clarify, this is the original Deadpool 2, not the Once Upon a Deadpool Correct. 2. That was yeah, which was. I have not seen. The PG-13 version Correct. is basically what it is. Yeah. This one has all the Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Or sorry, not <laughs> sorry. What are you talking about? I apologize. I didn't mean to say that. The Ryan Reynolds yeah. craziness uh, yeah. that you would come to expect from a Deadpool film. Uh, not for kids, not for families, nope. but definitely a fun <laughs> one uh, if you want to check it out. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited. It left me excited to see additionally where it 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 expanded the world a little bit of Deadpool, and I'm excited to kind of see where they go with the next yeah. Deadpool. So, yeah. Yeah. There you I go. Gotcha. Uh, Top eight. Hoo-hoo. Let's get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is my eighth film on my list. Um, and it it got it got a higher grade than some of my other ones coming up, but I just had I had to pick I had to pick an order. Um and I'm gonna go with Creed two. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that uh there are elements about Creed two over Creed one that I really, really enjoyed. One um I appreciated that I appreciated the ending more than the previous one because of my stance on just wanting to enjoy a movie <laughs> and wanting things to happen that yeah. are, you know, good. Yeah. Um so I, I loved Creed too. You like positive outcomes, man. Right. Yes, yeah. that's me. <laughs> uh, that is me. The, the, and we'll get to it later on one of the movies that in here that wasn't a great ending. But yeah. Um the uh Creed two, well done. Michael B. Jordan crushed it. Uh, I actually really liked the boxing. It did miss Ryan Coogler's flair a little bit, but overall, uh, I think this movie pulled off what a lot of sequels can't do, and that's pull off an actually good sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, see, good sequels are rare, and I think Creed to uh, pulled it out. I think it was great. Stallone, still, I find Stallone being the best in these really subdued roles, uh, rather than his you know expendables you know yeah. gig that he and shtick that he puts on. I think I think these are where he needs to be focusing his time, yeah. and uh, really really good. I love the love the family dynamics, um, and uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan crushed it again. 
Cool. Yep. Interestingly enough, top eight for me, Creed 2. Hey! There you go. We matched up. Uh, not common for us. Uh, similar to you, I, I think there was a lot of really good elements here at play um, with the follow-up to the first movie. Um, I Where I lost it a bit was I didn't really connect in with the struggle that Michael B. Jordan was going through okay. in this one as much as I did in the first one. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I think the stakes of it just never felt like they were, in a sense, as significant um, to me as they were in the first film. Like, the yeah. first film was really about him figuring out who he was. Right. And this film, it felt like they were attempting to go with something of a bit of, a, like, a revenge plot mixed with who am I really? Yeah. Like, do I really identify as this person or is it something else? And then, you know, dealing with that. Um, but it just never really got there. Right. But I did enjoy it. I thought it was very well shot, very well acted. Um, as well, Sylvester Stallone in this film, I felt like was just like really nailing it. Yeah. Uh, his story was at times more interesting to me almost right. than Adonis's yeah. story in this film. But uh, I thought it was a very worthwhile ad- addition to the film. Uh, I thought it was well put together. And uh, yeah, I am actually looking forward to seeing kind of probably inevitably right. <laughs> where they go with the Creed three film. And it's kind of sad. Like every film now I'm watching, I'm like, when are they going to kill off Rocky? When are they going to kill off Rocky? <laughs> it's really sad. Uh, but this one had some actual touching moments where it's yeah. kind of like, I think that's really cool. And maybe it's just because I was there when the films were like coming out. But like seeing this time period having gone by and like seeing the the dark past of Rocky kind right. of playing into the stories of other people and how that's playing out on screen has just been pretty neat. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. So there you go. Top eight. That's awesome. Man. Uh there you go. Moving into our next top seven. Guys, number seven. This is a complete surprise to me. Absolutely shocking surprise to me. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Hmm. Really like this movie. Surprised. Um it's it's got the Phil Lord Chris Miller like like flair for comedy, I think. Yeah. And they put a ton of comedy. You almost can't get it all in one viewing. And um, it's and on top of the comedy and the, I thought the story was actually really good. I was I, I thought I had a lot of uh, emotion to it. I kind of was on board with Miles Miles Morales's like his his story, kind of where all that came from. Um, again, super funny. But one thing that was was probably the highlight in this one of the highlights in this movie is. Uh, and I didn't know this till after they they created a, a specific new visual aesthetic for this movie. It was brand new, like the way that they make it look like a comic book. Yeah, uh, that whatever that animation style is, um, really really cool, very impressive. I really yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, the voice talents of uh, also is Jake Johnson. Yeah, and uh, he's great. He's a great Peter Parker. Yes, yeah. yes, it was very very good. Um, I appreciated the story. Really enjoyed it. Had a lot more fun with it than I did. I think, again, I was just kind of, I went in with super low expectations. I didn't really want to see this movie, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And then I went <laughs> to see it. And I was like, wow, this is great. I had fun. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. It was good. So Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. All right. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Uh, my top seven, uh, a film that you didn't quite like as much, First Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from I, me- I'll get... Don't get me wrong. I liked First Man. Right. I really like First Man. As much. It probably tied for searching. I understand. But I couldn't put it there. The reason I ranked it as high as I did, and honestly, I'm I'm just a sucker for good cinematography. Oh yeah. And this film has some amazing shots. Oh yeah. I mean, they definitely kind of get you a little dizzy. Yeah. But it felt like that was almost purposeful yeah. because they're really trying to get you into I mean, there's so many like single point like the perspective of the astronaut sitting mm-hmm. in the chair and kind of what they would experience and go through. And it felt like that was purposefully done yep. um, and there's just so many creative shots and really moving ways that they put things shots together they composited the shots and had the cameras moving um, and the story was good and interesting and I'm also we talked about this as well during yeah. the actual you can go back and listen to it um, review I love I'm a space junkie mm-hmm. in a sense I love talking about space and I used to want to be an astronaut and stuff and yeah. so it was just really cool to see this story presented from a different way, from yeah. more of a human perspective. Yeah. Um, and so I just really enjoyed it. The, I think the the negatives of it were also with the fact that they were presenting it as a human story. Mm-hmm. And so it, it tiptoed really, f- they got so far away from the event itself that it became more of just like this one person's perspective. And yeah. it was just kind of sim- oversimplified. It was really good. You know? it, let me chime in on that too yeah. real quick. Um, because 
First Man was getting a lot of hate at the beginning, and it's undeserved. Mm-hmm. It's this movie is incredibly patriotic, but it's I think it's it's more of Neil's story. It's not supposed to be, you know, yeah. about it is about USA's mission to the moon, and right. you see the flag, people. <laughs> it's planted, and there's America stuff everywhere in the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's really about Neil, and it was done beautifully. So, yeah. yeah, I really was. I was on board to just find out more about his story. Yeah, and if for you sure. approach it from it's just a, a his Neil story going into this film, then you'll be happy. Yeah, absolutely with it. So awesome. Let's move in then to top six. Mm. What's our what's our number six here? Man? This six. Okay, so from six on is where I get really, really. It was really tough to arrange these because okay. they're all they're all so close. Yeah, they're all so close. Number six is Upgrade. Okay. Loved Upgrade. <laughs> Upgrade was awesome. Upgrade is what Venom should have been. Yeah. And it Venom wasn't, guys. No. Um but Upgrade um Upgrade was amazing. Uh so here here's my thing with Upgrade. Um and I, I will say this too because uh director and writer Lee Wanell, who also uh helped do Saw, by the way. Um he um did a magnificent job of this, but he also responded to us on Twitter. And so I thought that was super cool. That was cool. Um, but he um, did a great job directing this. Logan Marshall Green. And I feel I feel bad for the guy because people were like, how come that looks like Tom Hardy? But it's not Tom Hardy, you know? Um, <laughs> that was unf- unfortunate for him because right. it absolutely had that. Yeah. Right. And people were calling him, you know, poor man's Tom Hardy. And I'm yeah. not. He's great. I thought he yeah. was magnificent. I think he did... I thought Tom Hardy did a great job. I think I think uh, Logan Marshall Green did a, just as much of, of an amazing job as his position of being conflicted with something else controlling his body, talking to him in his mind. Yeah, um, this movie is incredibly brutal and violent. Wouldn't recommend it for families, but it was really, really well done. Got some real uh, serious ex machina vibes, which mm-hmm. is probably one of the better movies of twenty fifteen. I think is when it came out. Yeah, and um, just extremely well done. Very enjoyable had uh a twist i i'm not as good at seeing twists as other people but i didn't see the twist coming and i was like oh wow and so i was <laughs> i really liked it uh very enjoyable film uh kind of a it it does ha- have maybe maybe a downer depends on your perspective kind of an ending yeah um uh, but i did appreciate it um and i yeah. liked it a lot so yeah upgrade all right well thank you matt i'm gonna go with my top six when you talked about Spider-Man hey, into oh, the Spider-Verse, sweet. Uh, I think I'm I'm the the reason this is probably higher for me is I'm I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man. Yeah, and we've talked about that. He's probably my favorite superhero. Like if I had to pick mm-hmm. one, uh, if my back was against the wall, and there was just so much fun with this film. Um, it was frenetic mm-hmm. and crazy, but it told a good story yep. and it told really interesting. And it made everything make sense. Yeah, in such a weird way. Because it didn't make sense, because it was very comic booky and very otherworldly, mm-hmm. but everything fit and everything. And there's there's certain rules to cinema, and it's it was interesting because it was like I can watch the film and I can see the rules of cinema at play and how they're being followed and how it works out wisely. Right. You know, if you follow certain reasons for why things have to happen and the way scenes move and the mm-hmm. way that beats need to happen in a film, yeah, it makes it work. And yeah. when it's not followed, this film could have gone. In so many ways, it couldn't have gone in so many bad directions. Oh, for sure. Um, but it really felt like the vision of a strong story coming together and creating something that was really cool, really fun, uh, and visually as well with the cinematography, just interesting. Yeah. And uh, I haven't had a chance to go back and rewatch it yet, but we talked about this in the review. I'm really looking forward to doing that because I feel like there's going to be so many little like Easter egg type things, even right. in the background or with different reactions of characters. Uh, and then additionally, there was a just a really touching... I don't even know if you could say that it was um, uh, done on purpose, but uh, for, I can't think of his name, uh, the comic book guy. Crap. Uh, Stan Lee? Stan Lee, yeah. yeah. There's a really touching tribute in yeah, a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the last films that I think he was a part of before passing. Yeah, yeah. And it was just such a touching way to kind of send him off in the film. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I think the film was a bit too frenetic at times for yeah. me. And I think because of the overall amounts of story they were trying to tell, it kind of lost a sense of... Um, like tension yeah. at times, but it was still a really good film. Yeah. Uh, and one I'm proud to say is my number six. That's awesome. In our top 10. So uh, moving on. Yep. Matt, I agree top with you. Five. We're getting there. I agree with everything you said Halfway. about that, by the way. Yep. Well, thank you. Top five. Here we go. Um, the next one is going to be Mission Impossible Fallout. Let me say this is, 
there's a lot of things to behold in this movie. And I, I think, I think as far as sequels are concerned to have them be as consistent as they have been, mm-hmm. uh, is a triumph. Yeah. Um, there is one of the best, like, like tracking shots with uh, following Tom Cruise as he's doing his trademark run across like cities. (laughs) (laughs) It's really incredible. There's some really incredible cinematography in this movie and it was very enjoyable. There's times in the movie that they did something that um, I had alluded to when we reviewed the movie that I really loved. I was like, that is a, that's a callback to the first mission impossible. I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, because uh, I will say this, is, in my opinion, out of the latter half of the six movies, the six Mission Impossible movies, uh, so the last three, this might be my favorite one. Um, and the first half, I do really enjoy the first one, really like the third one. Um, but the um, this one just did an amazing job. Tom Cruise still has it. Great. Amazing. Dangling off helicopters, going through mountains and <laughs> missiles and things are blowing up. I got, I felt like I got some emotional closure mm-hmm. on, um, some stuff that I, I didn't feel any closure on with his wife. Yeah. And I feel like I got that. I'm the emotional guy when it comes between <laughs> us. Like everything I have to like, I have to have emotional closure on a lot of things. And I felt like I got that. And it was, it was a blast at the movie movies. Um, I saw this movie, I saw half of it one time and then another, I can't remember what happened. I, we had a baby <laughs> oh, basically gotcha. and I had to run to the hospital like right after. Oh, geez. Like, <laughs> so, I don't want to leave, right, but I've got exactly. some, I do remember you talking about so, that. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, really well done. Super fun movie. Yeah. Um, and can't wait for more actually. There you go. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thank yeah, you, Matt. That's it. That's my number five. Number five for me, a film called Isle of Dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. This was uh, it. it did get a wide. I think it got a wide theatrical release. I know it definitely got a limited run for a little while. Yeah, uh, but proved to be well liked enough to go for a major theatrical release. Uh, It's a Wes Anderson film. I almost said Wes Craven. Oh jeez. Oh, it's a flashback. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Yeah. Uh, So it's a Wes Anderson film, and if you're not familiar with his style, you know he definitely has. He is very. In in the in line with what they call the auteur theory, he's yeah. he's an auteur of sorts. He mm-hmm. has a very distinct style and presence with each of his films, coloring that, and know. symmetry and Symmet- all that fun yeah, stuff. Very, yeah, very you know. There's always a, and there's a beat pattern with his scenes. Yeah. There's like a lot of awkward pauses. Um, it's very quirky. It's very quirky. It's yeah. very dry humor at times, and yeah. then sometimes it's very outlandish and off the wall type stuff. Yep. Uh, and this film, and I like that. And this film was no exception to that. Yeah. And in a sense, it was I. He can do the amazing thing about Wes Anderson is he can do a claymation, stop motion animation type film and elicit such strong reactions right. from you, yeah, um, without actually having, and I think in a way, without actually having real people there. And I think in a way, what he does is he he uses that not to just because he's limited by script or budget or something, but he right. uses that as a way to like and open up his stories yeah. and allow him to do even more creative stuff, yeah, um, that he wouldn't be able to necessarily do mm-hmm. if he was just doing a regular standard cinematic film with right. like film camera or you know not animated and uh it tells a very inventive story it's very fun and different um i love that wes anderson isn't trying to do the same thing as all the other people out yep. there like yeah he has the same style but he's telling different stories yep. and he's going in different ways and it, this is a this is a it's not super strong but it's a heartfelt film yeah and there's touching moments in it that cool. um you really take something from as well as you feel like the stakes are really there. Yeah. Like some stuff happens and early on and in different places where it's like death yeah. and loss. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this, this could go in a really dark direction. Yep. Potentially you never know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, it's a fun one. I, I, the weird thing about it is I wouldn't necessarily say it's a kid's movie. Yeah, it's, it's kind West, of an adult even, film. Same thing with like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. but but it, it kind of is at the same time. But yeah. there's like three or four scenes I'd be like, mm, weary yeah. of showing kids. Yeah. So, Oh, no, I totally yeah. got you. There you go. Number awesome. five. Okay, so number four. There you go. Right. Okay. So uh, let me say this too. I haven't seen every single movie in 2018. So yeah. if, if if you're listening to this, you're like, what about this movie? That's, I might not have seen it. Same for me. Same for me. <laughs> Same for Joel. We did our best, but we had yeah. limited time. And so budget. this next one, um, uh, let me just set this up by saying I'm a musician. I'm a songwriter. So I really appreciated this one. This is A Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. I really liked this movie um the ending didn't fit my taste per se um but i thought that movie was really well done i have so much respect for bradley cooper yeah 
him basically he basically turned his house in, into a studio he learned how to play a guitar sing and you know piano whatever it may be and yeah. and he became uh Jackson Maine for this story and uh I've I have um you know not all of it but I have the songs I really like on the soundtrack there's some really good music in here um very much appreciated his character really well done he directed it too mm-hmm. man he's a very <laughs> talented guy yeah. um and this this movie i just thought it was i knocked i thought it knocked it out of the park i um lady gaga i thought was really good um um i thought was amazing there was elements to where um cuz i actually saw this a long time after you saw it mm-hmm. and i um i i kind of got some of the vibes of what you're saying how you know you felt like oh she's just lady gaga there were elements where i felt like that yeah but i felt like it fit the story though too yeah um and i really really did appreciate it um it's it's uh it's got some good uh smiling maybe uh some brief laughing moments very heartbreaking at times as well mm-hmm. and uh really enjoyed it star is born sha la 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 laws Turn into a musical episode suddenly. <laughs> yeah. And just to clarify, like my my contention there with Lady Gaga was just the story that they gave her didn't yeah. really because it's hard to take it serious when you Allie. Have, Yeah, Lady Gaga is <laughs> like, I struggle with right. people looking at me a certain way, and it's, she's Lady Gaga. She's like one of the most successful yeah. singers in the world. Anyway, okay. Uh my uh, number seven here. No, four. Uh, four. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Going the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. My number four here. Uh a Star is Born. Hey! Hey, we tied it up again. Amazing. Messed it up again. Uh, similar reasons. I think the biggest thing about this film um, was the acting of Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He was amazing. Uh, yeah, he's the best. I was watching him on screen and I'm like, that's Bradley Cooper? Or like, yeah. it didn't even really, con- he really came across as that character. Yeah. As Jackson. And it was just like, I, I re- it was just, it was telling such a good story with him. Yeah. And it was really compelling. Um, as well as Sam Elliott. And the, yeah. the relationship, it wasn't really a lot of it, but every I time- I wanted more were, of that. I wanted I really so much did. more of that. Yeah, it was frustrating to me because I'm Especially, like, I, I, I yeah. get it's about him and Lady Gaga, but I'm like, maybe just cut a little out of there and put a little more of that. Yeah, you they know? have one last scene together in, at, towards the end of the movie that I wish would have been a longer element. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, just, that was such a, and that's it was just so compelling, I think, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the music was great. I mean, there's a couple of songs that are just in my head, and I've listened to the soundtrack since then. Um, unlike some other films that have come out, Recently, Shallow's totally gonna win best song. Shallow's oh, sure. totally gonna win best original song. Yeah, absolutely. Um, totally. And it, it just felt like a good story. And I, I kind of knew where it was going. I'd seen the uh, one of the couple of the iterations that have been in the past. Yeah. And it still hit me. Yeah. Still emotionally hit That's me. Awesome. And um, I think the biggest attractor for me, like I said, was just kind of the Lady Gaga aspect. Yeah. She was good. She just wasn't like Meh. she didn't knock it out of the park for me. Yeah. Um, I think if she had knocked out of the part knocked out of the park then maybe the film would have been you know closer to the top one mm-hmm. uh but yeah number yeah. four so that's awesome man cool yeah not seven four <laughs> <laughs> awesome let's move in then top, top three. three all right here we go terminals this next one yeah. is a movie i haven't even talked about yet okay okay this movie is green book mm. really like this movie um just a quick because i haven't even officially reviewed this movie it's basically uh vigo mortensen uh mahershala ali yeah um linda cardellini um, working class Italian American bouncer becomes driver of an African American classical pianist on a tour of venues throughout the 1960s in the American South, which is uh, a dangerous place yeah. for African Americans in that time frame. And um, I think that this movie does a lot to address um, what we've seen a lot in cinema lately with uh, racial tensions, with a lot of the same stuff that they uh, brought up and like black Klansmen, stuff like that. And, um, I think it, I think it addresses it really well, but at the same time, both, both people, it's, it's really hard for me to pick a, who the lead was. I believe it. I mean, it, it's marketed and it feels like Viggo Mortensen is, but Mahershala Ali mm. is also very much in there as See, well. I thought he was the lead actually. Right. Did. See, yeah. I, at the same time, I feel like they're both, they're they're both uh, part of a whole, mm-hmm. and um, their chemistry was by far the best. There were so many times Viggo Mortensen, if you think about it, from from Lord of the Rings, yeah. is playing this dude who like 
he's got he's like you know uh from new york and just you know has bad grammar and Maharsha ali is always like picking on him for it and like trying to help him out with stuff like that it's got that classic a little bit of like hey you know each one helps each other a little bit yeah you know in different ways yeah but it's not that's not what the focus is on and it was it was it was really good i feel like it's more of a, a vigo mortensen's character his journey in 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 kind of getting to know him hmm. um and he was so funny, like inadvertently funny. Like he'd just say stuff and like like for example, he <laughs> he he eats food and he gets he gets stuff all the time from people that he just eats too much food. He's like, Hey, people always say it, you know, eat eat like it's your last meal, because you never know when you get another one. Like he orders a pizza and he just takes the whole pizza out of the box and just folds it in half, starts eating it like a taco. <laughs> and just stuff like little things like that. It's yeah. just I was chuckling and smiling. It, it's a yeah. great movie and it's it's uh Really, really well done. Really, really appreciated it. Um, Green Book, uh, recommend it. And uh, acting all the way around is is something else. Very and cool. uh, really, really thought it was great. I haven't had a chance to see it. Yeah. So I'll take your suggestion there. And at yeah. some point, I think it's getting a ton of Oscar buzz. And it's really good. You know, really, really good. So uh, I will try and get a chance to check it out. Do it. Thank you for that, Matt. Yep. My number three. Film you already mentioned, uh, much higher for me, I think, and I'll sort of explain reasons why, but it's a film called Upgrade. Hey, I love Upgrade. Yeah. Uh, like this, I said, if I could just give them all, like, number ones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, I I will say, like, for me, when I suggest films to people, when mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you should check this film out, I, I highly prize that and value yeah. that. I don't, like, free willy just tell people to, like, free nilly, really, <laughs> jilly, whatever free you want to call it. I don't just, like, throw out my suggestions to people. Yeah. I'm like, it has to be a film that I really pinpointedly yeah. think has really good elements. And this was, like, of 2018, probably my top most suggested yeah, film to people. for sure. Um, it was so under, like, I mean, it just didn't, it came out of Blumhouse and so I wasn't expecting a ton. They've done good with just putting together like simple films, but this took things to another level yeah. for me. Whereas like where A twenty four is at in a way, yeah. with a deeper message and a deeper purpose. Yep. And the thing that I loved about this film was that yeah, when you get done with the film, you start putting pieces together, and you're like, whoa, that tied into whoa. Yeah. And it's like I don't want to spoil it, and I don't want to overhype it because it was. I think one of the reasons it was so impactful for me was because I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I thought this was just a straightforward type Venom right. experience. And so when it goes in a different direction and all that stuff happens, you're like, what? It's just so crazy. Now, there might be elements of that that I haven't really thought about and gone into where that doesn't, it's not very realistic. Yeah. Um, because with anything, it's like a twist or change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always room for like, well, what about and how about that type of stuff? But, uh, in throughout the film, it tells such a compelling, interesting, crazy story right. as well that um, I was like comfortable with yeah, that. And that's awesome. It beat for beat. That the cool thing about the film is that it raises intention. Yeah. It's like one of those. It's like one of those good episodes of like Breaking Bad or something where it starts here and it's already kind of tense. Yeah, and then it slowly gets tenser it and keeps tenser, winding it that, keeps, winding it up exactly. Yep. And yep. then finally, when there's a break at the end, you're just like, what? wow, yeah. <laughs> and so I just really enjoyed it, that's and so it's one of those movies that I would definitely sit down and you know watch again if i want to just kind of be like oh my gosh yeah. craziness uh, it's got really good action really good acting uh very violent and gory yeah, at yeah. times and i'm i've always been a liz as well a bit of a sucker for like a really good sci-fi type yeah. tale oh yeah um it almost felt like a better episode of black mirror yeah you know which i'm yeah. a huge fan of and so yeah can't say anything more praising like yeah. with it um it's hard it was hard for me to actually think of negatives right in this film so than good. I could, but yeah yeah upgrade was honestly was one of my highest ranked movie like rated yeah yeah definitely. so there you go so, so cool number two number two is venom Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I was like, wait a minute. I'm just I was like, kidding. Shut it down. It's not Venom. Okay, thank God. Venom is not on this list. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take my LaCroix and go home. Right. <laughs> Number two, Avengers Infinity War. Hey. Yes. Okay. I just watched this movie again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I still got all the chills in the places I was supposed to get chills at. I still was like laughing at all the funny parts. Uh, this movie I feel like it really accomplished something uh, that I feel like would be Im- nearly impossible to accomplish. And that's um, tying together 10 years worth of Marvel f- movies. And first of all, let me just say this too. I love M- the MCU. I love it. I will. I, I'm, I love it. So mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Preface that. But yeah. they, um, 
they tied together 10 years of everything, bringing everybody together, an absurd amount of characters, like 67 or 72 or something, like characters in one movie. The movie is long, but it didn't feel that way to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the Russo brothers, who obviously we know from Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War, um, they have just smashed it. They've been on a streak, This and they were able to take... Um, what you would think is a huge running time of like two and a half hours, but really to like put as many characters into that two and a half hours, they did as I think the best that anybody could have done. And um, yeah, I would have liked to see more, but I think they, they won, one, they brought it all to a, a head, but also brought us my favorite Marvel villain, Thanos. Um, they brought like kind of a realism to him and his, why he's trying to do things. But at the same time, yeah, he's maybe not quite all there. Um, and then they, uh, they, they set it up for what we're going to get in just a few months in Avengers Endgame, April yeah. 27th or something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then <laughs> Captain Marvel, obviously. Yeah. But, um, uh, before that, but the, um, this, and it was just, I love the way that they, they ended it and it was, they, they ended it in a way which was contrary or contradictory to every, the way they ended every other Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, and you, you guys should have seen it by now. I don't want to say, it, I don't want to spoil it, but I think I love that the way, the way they, they ended it. And I think people were in shock. I think it's uh, a huge reason why this movie, uh, has the highest opening record, mm-hmm. um, of all time, any yeah. given weekend. Um, and, or on the opening weekend. And, um, it was, it's hilarious. Uh, visuals are stunning. Um, characters are great. Well acted. Nobody phones it in. Um, I, I, there's, there's a a lot of highlight moments. Like I said, chills, like, Hey, let me just say when Thor shows up, you know what I'm saying? I was like, dang, like it's just a music crescendo shows. Yeah. He shows up and just takes care of, of some business, you know? Um, but yeah, awesome. Avengers infinity war. Bam. Awesome. Number two for me, almost there. Uh, mission impossible fallout. There it is. Yeah, the the strange thing about these Mission Impossible films is how are they getting better? Yeah. <laughs> like we're on like six or seven now. Six. Six, yeah. yeah. I don't understand how they keep getting better, but it's like they're giving enough time, it feels like, between the yeah. films for them to really develop into something yeah. that you want to see. So and good. Um, they're not like the Fast and Furious films where they're yeah. just trying to be as ridiculous over the top, crazy with their stunts yeah. as possible. Their stunts are over the top yeah. and crazy, but they feel grounded yeah. in a way um you know that things like this would probably never happen in real life right at least not in the at sequence that, that they do yeah about. With the, yeah <laughs> like maybe one thing would happen to a person Impossible like that in their mission life. force yeah but um <laughs> but there's just something about this film i think um style wise with the cinematography it, it really it feels good and feels yeah. grounded and perfect i think this film had some of well, I will say for last year, it definitely had some of the best action shots oh, of yeah. any film that yeah. came out. Um, the running stuff was crazy, right? Yeah, the running stuff was crazy. And the last final little bit with the helicopters the yeah. and the mountains, like it's just, it's so real and it, it raises tensions and it's interesting and it yeah. feels simultaneously ridiculous, but realistic. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Um, and like what you're talking about where they kind of um, ended some plot lines and they kind of draw a conclusion there for some of the characters in a good way. Yeah. Uh, that felt fitting yep. and right. Um, there was just so many aspects to it um, that I just really ended up enjoying and was very much surprised. That's awesome. Um, it left me like, it, it, it's actually left me fearful for the next film because it's kind of like um, Skyfall for me. I'm like, yeah. how are you going to reach <laughs> right? that same level with the next one? Oh I, I, I just like, I don't feel like they necessarily could. And Tom Cruise, as great of a job as he did in this film, is he is getting up there. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, I thought that maybe they were like training a replacement for I th- him, I think, but it I doesn't think feel that way. No, I think he's going to just keep cranking him out until he's unable to. Right. And I think that was another thing that really felt good about this film is like, it, it felt like they were trying to like set this up it felt like what they were trying to do was like set this up for like Tom Cruise maybe moving out and moving on and bringing in another character, but this felt yeah. felt self-contained. Yeah, and I think that's really what the films do well. Is they it's this good. film felt like everything that happens in it is important for that film, mm-hmm. and there is stuff that I want to find out about maybe moving forward. But it's like this is this film. It was good, um, so good. So it was so good, and uh, I'll explain to you why my next film is number one. I really had a struggle. Yeah, between my one and my two, and I'll explain why when i get to it but first matt yes my number one and it's no secret if you know me it's venom <laughs> venom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my number one movie my favorite movie of this year was a quiet place 
Um, and I rank this the highest probably the movie that I've ever ranked um, out of whatever. I, this movie, it's it's not long. It's it's pretty brisk. It's like 88 minutes long. Um, I think beyond it being brilliantly acted, I love the story. First of all, it's got that going for it too. It's It's post-apocalyptic and that's like, like this is my guilty pleasure. Like I'll watch all post-apocalyptic movies, even if they're terrible. But this is an actually really good one, and um, I think it's brilliantly acted, directed. Um, uh, the concept behind it is incredibly strong, um, and for me, the biggest part is it. It got me so emotional. I was I was so teary eyed during a lot of this movie and so tense. Um, and and so aware of the sound of like me eating popcorn in the theater because it was so quiet. Yeah. Um, everything about this is one of the best movie going experiences I think I've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, and I really, really love it. I love that um, that it was done by John Krasinski in, in a similar way that you might have seen like Jordan Peele do Get Out, which I'm excited for us, by the way, his new horror th- movie coming out this year. But John Krasinski coming from that comedy background. Hey, you're the funny guy from uh, The Office, you know, and you're doing something like this. I thought was really, really strong. I think, I think he was great in the movie, but I think the standout was Emily Blunt was just an incredible, just incredible in this movie. I don't, I just so good, and um, the kid actors so good. Uh, Millicent Simmons, I think, is a girl's name, the oldest, and. Um, was just there was just elements of her, but also the the young uh, the second youngest kid, the son that reminded me of my kids. So I was taking I was getting all emotional and like because I was thinking about my kids. How would I live in this environment? It was just it was something else. It was just yeah. it was just a really great experience for me. I think it uh, hit me pretty hard and um, really really enjoyed it. And I guess they're doing a sequel, so hopefully they don't ruin it. A quieter place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I need to go back and watch it. Yes, I. Watched it, but I will say the viewing experience that I had for a number of different reasons I won't get into, but yeah. it was not a very good one. Okay. Um, so I don't want to hold that I wish you could have seen it in a, like a theater. Did you see it in right. the theater? No. Oh, yeah. So you I wish know. you could have seen it in like a theater experience. I think that would have been It probably would have been awesome. different. Yeah. And because of a lot of those aspects, I ended up putting it more close to the middle of the pack. Sure. Um, it probably would have been at least an honorable mention right, 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 right. if I had really you know gone to theater and yeah. seen it there. Um, Understandable. So- it's not for everybody. Not for everybody. aliens. Yeah. Well, and if you want to see like a kind of a different version of that, go watch Bird Box. You know? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So number one. One for me, which shouldn't be a surprise, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, I really struggle with my top two here. Yeah. Um, they're in a way kind of similar. Yeah. You know, they're ongoing series of films yeah. with, you know, action based and you know, one big bad person trying to destroy the world in a sense. Yep. Um, although Thanos isn't really trying to destroy the world. He's trying to improve the world. Right. Um, the real reason that Infinity War became my number one versus Mission Possible was rewatchability. Mm. And it's not yeah. that uh, Mission Possible Fallout wasn't a good movie to rewatch, but if I give the choice, if somebody came to me and said, like, here's the two movies, I would hands down. Rewatchability is a huge factor for me. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, I, I mean, I love a lot of movies that yeah. are beautiful, but I can't watch them because of just the heaviness of the content sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's because there's just so much in Infinity War. Like you talked about, there's the humor. Yeah. Um, there's the acting. There's the different characters with their own stories that we've been seeing for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Thanos is such an amazingly compelling, you know, villain in yeah. a sense and is so horrible but relatable yeah you know and it's like he's, he's doing complex these, he's, he's a complex, complex villain yeah. yeah and he goes up and down and just the the connotations of the impact of family and the father-daughter vibe that was going there and the cinematography in this one it's like marvel has always just been kind of like meh with the cinematography but this was the first film that i can recognize for marvel where i'm like wow yeah. there was some shots there that really gave me something yeah and really left an impression um on me uh, it was a really good story. I think the only thing in, in the character, the only thing that I really didn't kind of like was something that happens with uh, Thor's character about three-fourths the way through the sure. film. And there's kind of an additional character that's added, which it all just felt kind of cheesy. But even that, like, kind of is like, like when I just like kind of not think about it overly and just kind of embrace the goofiness and the silliness yeah, yeah. and the ridiculous nature of it, um, I can just kind of enjoy that for what it is. And, yeah. Uh, it will yeah. kill you. It will kill you if I die. That's yeah. what 
kill you means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I will say this, like I hate, in a way, I hate myself for putting this as my right, top right. film because like I didn't want to. <laughs> I wanted to put something else as my top one, but there's just so much that goes into this. Uh, and my overall, my overall experience, I saw this movie three times in theaters and I probably would have gone and seen it again. You know, my overall experience was just the best. Yeah, with this one, that's awesome. It was great. Year. It was so. great. The theater was uh, like roaring when I was in it. It was awesome. It was roaring. Yeah, there yeah. was a couple parts. I mean, the humor was at times it was just like ridiculous, yeah. but it was hilarious. <laughs> so uh, Batista, I mean, oh, he yeah. nailed it with some of his improv lines, and it was even better. Like it, it feels like it now that I went back and researched it, but like his lines were completely improvisational. Yeah, and they ended up being some of the funniest parts of the movie, and they feel improvisational. But in the in when I first saw them, I was like, those are so quirky and strange and right. funny. So, yeah. there you go. <laughs> All right, Matt. That's awesome, man. Yes. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. Yeah, let's, uh, say. yeah let's, um, as we wrap up the podcast here, um, I want to, we released a video. Yes. Um, talking about a contest that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And this is, because this is our 100th episode, you what? guys. What? Woo! Yeah. 100th episode on the podcast. Uh, we love to talk about movies. And you can actually go to our Facebook page and we'll we'll put it, we'll put part of it up on Instagram. I'll work on that. Um, <laughs> but um, Might be a bit too long. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's only like a minute. But um, go to you can see it on our Real Review Facebook page. And it's a chance for someone here in Arizona, unless you're from another state and you want to fly out here, we're going to buy you a ticket to the movies with hey, us. You're going to go to bo- with both of us to the movies. We're going to buy you concessions. It's going to be fun. And afterwards, we will debate the movie. And uh, it's going to be super awesome. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, like the, the video, the contest video that we post. Or sorry, like the page, like the page our yeah. review page. Uh, in the video that we post, you're going to comment on it um, and share it. And what you comment on that video is hashtag real review 100. Yep. Yep. So, so three things. Perfect. Like the page, share the video, and comment Real Review 100. Boom. And you're entered in the contest to go see a movie with Matt and I. True story. I promise we'll shower. Yeah. We, we, we'll we usually smell very yes. very nice and everything like that. But ah. yes, celebration of the fact that we are in a way turning 100 uh, yes. with our 100 episodes. Uh, and to thank you, our listeners. Yes, thank you so much. People that watch. Yeah, we're super glad and excited to continue on and uh, to celebrate with you making it to 100. So thank yeah. you. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, so with that, uh, some ways to get connected if you already are not. Uh, again, as a reminder, realreviewmedia.com. Uh, you can check us out on there. You also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia, which is where you can get connected to us for the contest. Um, we also have our Instagram and Twitter, which are both yeah. at realreviewmedia. Uh, where our YouTube, which is youtube.com slash the real review. And then finally, last but not least, we would love to hear your thoughts and perspectives on our top 10. Maybe send us your top 10 uh, thoughts and opinions yeah. about what you thought were the best films of 2018. Did we leave one out? Maybe there's a good yeah. one. We should have checked out. Well, prob- um, you know, I, I, I would think in the future we might amend some of this too if there happens to be some ones that we haven't Like I haven't seen out. Green Book, so you know. We'll or, yeah, or like if Bill Street could talk, I hear that's really good, but I haven't seen it yet. So yeah, you know, stuff like that. There you go. So yeah, send us your suggestions, your thoughts. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, next week, we'll be coming to you with our low 10. Our, our worst. bottom worst 10. Worst I, don't, 10. I don't even know what to call it. I got to find two more movies. You got to find two more <laughs> movies. I can throw you a couple suggestions, <laughs> Matt. If you want to throw you a bone, yeah, I'll toss fine. it your way. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, stay tuned for that. And uh, thanks for watching. It's been real. It's been real.